Hi-ho, Tudor-minded people. It's Philadelphia Carrie for Tudor Time Machine. The word I share with you this week is Makanda. Now, it has not yet pleased God to make of me a wife and a mother, and I must confess I myself am content to wait longer for the honour. When I call on a gentlewoman friend and find her sitting amongst her babes, I feign a delight I do not feel. I try to walk in the way of my Saviour, to suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me. Yet must they come unto me, with sticky hands and muddy feet? Must they snort and snot and drool? Does the maternal eye see silver raindrops covering their mouths, where I see spittle? Oh, I am tempted to risk the wrath of the lioness, to catch up her cub, pull the muckender hanging from its tiny waist, and wipe it clean from top to toe. Muckender? How now, Tudor Files, what think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word, and listen to the Tudor Time Machine Story Project. Jessica reads a chapter of Time's Riddle, and then my dear friends discuss the history behind the mystery. How diverting! So subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. And also, if you check out YouTube, Philadelphia has a new look. Oh, yes. My thanks to barber, surgeon, master, mark. My teeth are quite lovely now, and I have a tint to my lips. Tell me your thoughts on my new visage. I think you look great, Philadelphia. Now, can you give us the spelling of Muckinder, our word of the week? It is spelled M-U-C-K-I-N-D-E-R. In the Tudor period, a Muckinder might mean a handkerchief or a napkin, but more specifically, it was a common accessory for children, especially boys. It was a pretty sizable piece of cloth that would hang from their belt around a kid's waist to be used for wiping hands and mouths when they were dirty. It was literally a muck-ender. Like a wet wipe. But much more eco-friendly. Because I guess you used one muck-ender until it was too filthy to use anymore. Then it was washed and it was reused. So costume historians say that boys use them more often because boys stopped wearing aprons after the age of three. Girls had aprons to use to clean themselves up. Once you become aware of these muckenders, you'll notice that many young boys in art of this time period have these towel-like things hanging from their belts. Is so. My dear friend Lady Catherine Grey had herself painted holding her noble son Edward Lord Beauchamp and he has a dear little muckender hanging about him. And that muckender is very fancy. It looks like it's fine linen and it's trimmed with black work lace. I mean, it's definitely not something I would use to clean my hands or my mouth. I imagine people usually used fustian, which is a coarse cotton, and not so expensive. Tis so. But my Lady Catherine Grey would never have allowed his sweet lordship's skin to be touched with fustian. Heaven forfend. Muckenders were typically for children, but actually some adults carried them around too. An adult of low station, perhaps. A gentleman would never use a muckender. A gentleman would have a fine, delicately sized linen handkerchief hidden away in his pocket. Only a vulgar man of low rank would sport a muckender.
Well, we found a reference to a man using a muckender in a book called Nest of Ninnies by the 16th century clown and comic actor Robert Armin. It's basically a book full of anecdotes about fools and jesters and clowns. There you have it. A fool, a jester, or clown might sling a muckender on his belt. A gentleman would not. What if a gentleman needed to wipe off his face and his hands after a nice, neat-tongue dinner? My dear Cage, a gentleman would call one of his servants to bring him rose-scented water in which to rinse, and another servant to present him with a napkin to dry off his face. Ah, I see. So I didn't know that because I just don't have a retinue of servants to follow me around. Of course you do not have a retinue, my dear Gage. You must mump about alone, because you are not a noble lady. That is so true, I have to mump. But anyway, what is the story in the nest of ninnies that highlights a muckender, Philadelphia? Master Armin tells of a particular fool, one John, and he writes, Well, to go forward in what I promised you, John went to St. Paul's Church in London to meet with the dean, whose bounty to him was great and the fool knew it well enough. Well, the dean preached not that day, whereupon John stands in a corner with boys flocking about him and begins to preach himself, holding up his muckender for his book and reads his text. <laughs> I can imagine the fool John with his muckender held before him like the great book, preaching nonsense at St. Paul's. It is diverting. I mean, it's a very funny image, Philadelphia. Now, in my time travels, I have seen some creatures of your time. I believe they must also be jesters or fools, for their costumes are most ridiculous, and they hang white muckenders trimmed with colours from their waists. Really? Indeed. You know of whom I speak. They don silly helmets with the devices of animals and such emblazoned on them. They wear coloured hose and coloured leather slippers, and they run and tumble at each other and storm and pant. They have wax teeth, which they spit out and suck back in. Oh, it makes me laugh to see them. Then they all pile up in a heap, and do so look a nest of ninnies, just as Master Armin calls the fools in his book. Philadelphia, I think you mean American football players. Yeah, what you call wax teeth are their mouth guards, Philadelphia, and the cloths they wear in their waistbands, those are called football towels. And people in our time do not think American football players are a nest of ninnies. Philadelphia, they're very tough. They're incredible athletes. You might even think they were heroic. Heroic? With their wax teeth and their muckenders flying behind them as they dash and roll about to no purpose? <laughs> cannot be so. No, they have lost their noddles. I have never considered it, but those football towels, they basically really are muckenders. Players carry them around in their waistbands to wipe their sweaty and dirty hands. And those towels are pretty important because a player needs dry hands to hold on to the ball. So the muckender lives on in the NFL. Then is now. Tis so. So give heed to the files. Bring some 16th century sauce to your vocabulary with the muckender, worn by Tudor children, Tudor fools, and now by your American football players. Oh my. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like.